Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What an awesome God we serve. And I know this is going to be rebroadcast and, and it's going to be up on my website. And I might as well say it, www.thewordrestores.org. And it will be up on the website. But I do have to comment today about the wind. Hallelujah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It is a windy day today in Detroit. But we thank God for the wind. That's the spirit. That's the wind. That's the breath. Hallelujah. So we thank him for it. Amen. Because even as as it's blowing and just blowing things around, guess what? It's blowing air into us. Amen. It is giving us also the breath of life. So we do have to thank the Lord for it. This is Elder Jewa on the Word Restores. Hallelujah. You know what? We're going to start with prayer. Father God, we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, and we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, for your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for leading, guiding, and and, and protecting us as we go along on this Christian journey, showing us how to get closer and closer to you, Lord, even in times of trouble, allowing us to hear you, even if we can't hear you with the audible voice, Lord, hearing you through the scriptures, hearing you through others, hearing you, Lord, that we may take our focus off the trying times, that we may take our focus off the things that that just throw us for a loop, that we will continue to learn how to stay focused in you in the name of Jesus, Lord. So, Lord, as we go through this broadcast, we ask that your sweet spirit continue, hallelujah, to rest, rule, and abide in, among, and through each and every one who listens to this broadcast, in, among, and through even me, Lord, all around me, Lord, and those who will be listening to the broadcast, the rebroadcast, Lord, let your spirit flow, let your spirit flow in the name of Jesus. Touch my brothers and sisters, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch them in a mighty way, in a mighty way. There's so much going on, Lord, so much, and yet, Lord, you are still in control. Hallelujah. So we thank you for it, Lord. And Lord, we're asking you to continue to frame our words that we may speak what you've ordained for us to speak. Frame our ears that we may hear and filter out those things that we should not hear. Take us on the path, Lord. Let us go neither to the right nor to the left. Make level paths for our feet in the name of Jesus. And even now, Lord, for those who are grieving, 
Oh, my Lord, we ask for comfort. Oh, for the families that are grieving, we ask for strength. Strengthen the ones that you have been plowing into so that they would be strengthened for such a time as this in order to strengthen the rest of the family in the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who are in need of healing, Lord, we know that you're a healing God. Hallelujah. Because by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. So we are thanking you even now, Lord, for letting your healing spirit flow through my brothers and sisters who are in need of healing, Lord, and those in need of deliverance, Lord. Send your power, send your spirit in to move the forces that are trying to hold them back in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we'll be so careful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. You know, this is a topic that uh, just just came to me, but but it's it's in my spirit, and it's something that I had written written about as I was going through my uh, university days. Well, I'm still on them. I'm writing my dissertation, but I was going through my days, and I had to talk about and write about this. But so I'm bringing it back around to us, and it's about prayer. And it's one way that we are talking about today. And the topic is, when words fail, pray the Psalms. See, sometimes we, have, we get ourselves into such a, a situation, you know, that it is very difficult for us to even remember a prayer. Sometimes what happens is, even though we've been learning the scriptures and we've been reading and, and in good times we can, you know, we can just recite the scriptures and we've got them into our hearts. Oh, hallelujah. Then we are taken off track when stuff happens. And I call it stuff. When the mess happens, when the enemy tries to mess with your mind, to mess with your family, to mess with, with your, your uh, finances, to mess with your ministry, to mess with your children, with the things that are all around you, and you start focusing on that, you know, and you start getting into the woulda, shoulda, coulda, so that instead of your eyes being looked, you looking up to the hills, your eyes are looking on the situation. But even so, there are times when you cannot even remember what you have just learned. Amen. You've got these in your spirit. You know, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Even John 3, 16. Amen. Oh, yes. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and we can speak it. And then when the situation comes, guess what? It's as though we are tongue-tied. It's as though everything that we have learned is so far in the background that we just can't get it. You know, uh, somewhere around, uh, I guess it's, it's, it's definitely over 15 years ago, I was in the midst of some really challenging times of my life um, at that time. And what it was was the enemy was, was trying to keep me where I was instead of allowing me, well, he wouldn't allow anything, um, 
preventing me, trying to prevent me from recognizing that I was not just a child of God, but that God had something for me. Amen. Lord, I don't know about you, but that was the situation that I had. That was like the beginning of this Christian journey with a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, when he tapped me and called me. And at that time, there were so many forces that were trying to just pull me back. But someone gave me three Psalms. She said, Psalm 91, Psalm 35, Psalm 27. She said, read them in that order. Study them. Memorize them in that order. So I did that. I, I, I didn't know why, but I was, I was um, learning the Psalms um, and, and studying and trying to understand what the Psalms were because I was just coming into the faith. And, you know, and, and I, I, it was a time when I was even, I had to walk through, you know, walking through my house and silently praying uh, because uh, I found even at that time, I couldn't even mention the name of Jesus when I was in my house, even bring a Bible into my own home. So there was really no question of saying I'll turn on a Christian station or watch TBN, anything like that. It was a question of crying out to God for help, knowing that I wasn't able, I could not any longer live the way I was living before because I was living in the world. I had spent about 30 years of my adult life living a life that when I look back, I see it was not worthy of the new life that I have now in Christ Jesus and the life that he was calling me to. But you know that even those, those, those things, those parts of your life only serve to strengthen you as you move into your new life. So there was a need for me to pull to get out of the the old life the old me and to move into this new one and what i found about these three psalms was that each psalm in its turn it filled a specific need you know but surprisingly after a while it wasn't difficult to learn it wasn't really difficult to inter- internalize and i was told to pray the psalm. And when she said pray it, she meant that I had to personalize it. So if if we're talking about they, I had to talk about I. Amen. So that I would get that in my spirit. Each word, each phrase, it meant so much, you know, when I was going through. And there were days when I prayed these psalms almost continually, listen to me, just to keep my mind off the stuff that was happening around me, just to keep my mind off the fact that there was something that was trying to tell me that, no, you are not going to go forth. How can the Lord even consider you? Amen. How can he look at your lifestyle? Look at what you were doing. Look at who you were. But God, but God. So I hope that this discussion, this session that we have today will bless someone who is going through and who just does not know how to pray at this time.
We even have been memorizing the scriptures, you know, and they are down on the inside. But something that is hindering you and blocking you from allowing what was on the inside to bubble up to the surface. Sometimes, you know, um, you, you become just plain numb. You just don't know what to say. It could be as a result of a loss. It could be as a result of anything. But there are times when we need to say, Lord Jesus, I need some help. And I would say to you, my brothers and sisters, open up the Psalms. What I want to do, and I, I, I pray that we get through uh, this particular uh, broadcast um, for the, with the three Psalms, I want us to take a look at Psalm 91, Psalm 35, and Psalm 27 in that order. I'm going to read each psalm in its entirety, and then I'm going to go back and break down some things that are relevant to us. Amen. So the number to call is area code 313-871-9656, 313-871-9656. And before I go ahead, I don't want to forget that there is a revival that's going on at New Bethel Baptist Church, and it it's, uh, starts today, tonight at 7, and, and 7 o'clock nightly, Monday to Friday also. So if you can get down there, please do. It's a revival. Hallelujah. Some of us need to be revived. So let's start with Psalm 91. He that dwelleth, this is from the King James Version, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Verse 7, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. Verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Verse 14. Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You see, while in the midst of the struggle, struggle, we cannot help but thank God for his protection. We always have to thank him. And this is a psalm of 
for protection, of his protection, and our confidence in him. And I want to tell a little, a, little, um, a little story here also as I go along, and I may have told this story before. You see, quite a few years ago, uh, a downtown convenience store that I usually go to, it was a victim of an armed robbery, and two of the female employees who were the only ones there at that time were forced to lie down on the floor, and the, the younger one remembered reciting Help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, over and over in Aramaic while the gun was being pointed at her head. Now, we thank God that their lives were spared. But one of the things that they had done, when, when I saw them about a week later, they, they, they had told me that someone had advised them to read Psalm 91. And see, they not only read it, but they memorized it and now pray the psalm in the store. See, because the ordeal, it left them with a continuing attitude of gratitude for God's protection. So, if you have pen and paper, I'm going to be calling, calling some of these uh, scripture references because I'm going to ask you, would you not want to thank God for his being a refuge from the storm, from the storm that you're in now presently, from the storms that you were in before and those that are to come? Well, that's Psalm 91 verses 1 to 2, and that's Psalm 91 verses 9 to 11, and I will read some of it. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I trust, I trust. Verse 11 said, and he shall give his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. Did you notice I just personalized it? I've got so used to personalizing this psalm that even as I was reading, he shall give his angels charge over thee. I know that he's talking to me and he's talking to you too. So he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways, my Lord. So let me ask you this question. That was Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2 and 9 to 11. Would you want to thank him for delivering you? Psalm 91 and 3 and 14 and 16. Psalm 91 and 3 says, surely, of course, yes, 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 of a certainty. Yeah, you could take that to the bank. He's going to deliver me from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. The stuff that's happening, the snares, the traps that are coming up, the things that are trying to take me off track. Yes. That's verse um, 3. Now verse 19. And I'm going to turn this around because I'm talking about me now, she, because she had set her love on me. Therefore, will I deliver her? I was set her on high because she had known my name. Oh, yes, I know the name of Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first, the last, the I am and the amen. I know the name of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I know the name of my Redeemer. I know the name of my Father. Oh, the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. I know the name of the God of Peace. I know the name. Oh, hallelujah. And I can go on and on and on. 
I know his name. And whatever I need, I've got a name for him. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, she, I'm going to say she because I'm personalizing it. She shall call upon me and I will answer her. I will be with her in trouble. Now watch it. It, The Lord did not say through the psalmist that I will be with her out of trouble. Amen. In trouble. We can't escape trouble. Okay. We are a prey for evil forces. As long as we have turned to the Lord, yeah, there's going to be a bullseye on us, but we know that we have that confidence and that trust in the Lord. And he says, I will be with her in trouble. I will deliver her and honor her. Yeah, I love it. Oh, hallelujah. And verse 16 says, with long life will I satisfy her and show her my salvation. Hallelujah. He talked about my deliverance and now about my salvation. And the one thing that I had learned when I was studying Hebrew was Yeshua. Yeshua. The translation for the Hebrew word Yeshua is salvation, victory, and deliverance. So when we're talking about Yeshua, which is, oh, hallelujah, which is Jesus, that's Jesus we're talking about. Oh, hallelujah. He is our salvation. He is our deliverer. Oh, hallelujah. Come on now. Come on now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. So listen, I'm going to keep going, but I want to I want to uh, stop in a while so that we can get into Psalm 35, which is a, a whole lot more interesting and Psalm 27. Amen. So listen to this. Would you want to thank God for protecting you? And that's Psalm 91 verses 4 to 8. And verses 12 to 14, verse 4, he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Listen, listen, listen. Just like the mother hen with her chicks, amen? Yes, you know, you you remember, I don't know if you've seen it um, here in North America, but I see it in in some of the other countries where, you know, we have free-range chickens and and we see these hens, and and this hen would be, she may be sitting, and, and, you know, you think that... um, that she's just sitting quietly. But after, if danger is coming, she's sitting. And after it passes, she opens up her wings and the chicks just come on out. The chicks were quietly under her feathers, under her wings, because they trusted in their mother. And we've got to trust in God. And it says his truth shall be our shield and buckler, our protection. We are protected by his truth. Verse 5 says, you shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Whether it's morning, noon, night, or all day. Hallelujah. You shall not be afraid. Watch it now. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. You see, the Lord says, let them come. Oh, hallelujah. Let them come. Because you see, 
I'm in the midst. Oh, hallelujah. I am there to protect you. Who would not want to thank him for his protection? As we read this scripture, as we read this psalm, you know, we've got this confidence that continues to to build up, build up in us. Amen. He's going to give his angels charge over us. They shall bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to tread on the enemy, on the stumbling blocks, on the on the lion and the adder. My Lord. And verse 14, I want to touch on. Because he has set his love upon me. Because she has set her love upon me. Therefore will I deliver her. I will set her up on high because she has known my name. So when we read these, we see that there's, there's some keys to our deliverance. We have to trust in his truth. Remember that. His truth shall be our shield. We have to trust that he said it, and it's, it's, it's so it is, and it's all around us, that protection. And we have to love him. We have to totally and completely love him. Because what we've just seen here is when we love him, he delivers us. Oh, hallelujah. How awesome. There is so much more I want to say, and I'll touch on two, two additional aspects of Psalm 91, and then I want to move on to Psalm 35. But would you not want to thank him for his promises? What is his promise? He says in 50, verses 15 and 16, she shall call upon me and I will answer. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you call and I will answer. Bottom line. I will be with her in trouble. I'll deliver her and honor her. Watch it now. You call on him and trust. Amen. But he says, I won't be, I will be with her in trouble. As we said, you mean there is going to be trouble. Who wouldn't want to thank him just because we love him, because we set our love on him? Hallelujah. He says, I'm going to deliver you. What a blessed assurance. And he says, because I know your name, I know Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah. How about sticking close to him? Would you want to stick close to him and abide in him? Amen. Because he's my refuge, verses 2, and, and my fortress, my God. Because I've made the Lord my refuge. I made him my habitation, the place that I'm going to stay in. Amen. And why would we not want to have an intimate relationship with him? Remember, I know his name. So verse 15 told us what? He shall call upon me. I will answer him. Hallelujah. I will be with him in trouble. Deliver and honor. Hallelujah. See, even Satan knew the importance of this psalm. Because in Luke chapter 4, verses 9 to 11... He failed miserably to try to entice Jesus to show off God's protection for him. You see, he says, um, Satan brought him to, this is right after Jesus had, um, he fasted for the 40 days, so he was hungry. And Satan brought him to Jerusalem, sitting on the pinnacle of the temple and said, If you are the Son of God, cast yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. 
and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest at any time you dash your foot against a stone. But guess what? He failed. He failed. Amen? Yeah. He tried to entice Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. Hungry or not, you can't go enticing my God. Enough of that mess in the name of Jesus. So here, here we are. We, we went through Psalm 91, and, and that was as quickly as we could. That's the best way I could put it, because I'd like us to get the gist of these three psalms. Because my point is, when words fail, pick up the, the, the scripture. Your words fail, not just your words, but you can't even remember some of the scriptures that you've learned. Get the word of God. Get into the Psalms. Oh, hallelujah. Now, this Psalm 35 is very interesting because it's called um, an imprecatory psalm. And, and really, what it means that is that it's defined as a, a psalms that are curses. So we have to be mindful about what we are reading. Because for me, this was about crying out to, for God's help out of fear for, it could be fear for your life, it could be fear about loss of something, something that is almost trying to paralyze you. And you know that there are things that are happening around you that really shouldn't be happening. And Psalm 35 was one that I was given. You read that psalm. Now let me read it for you. I'm going to read this from uh, today's New International Version, the TNIV. But listen to this. As I was preparing this particular uh, broadcast, the Lord said, somebody needs to hear this psalm right now. So my brother, my sister, whoever you are, you need to hear this psalm, hallelujah, right now. Contend, Lord, with those that contend with me. Fight against those that fight against me. Take up shield and armor. Arise and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Since they hid their net for me without cause and without cause dug a pit for me, may ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into the pit to their ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, Who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them, the poor and needy from those who rob them. Ruthless witnesses come forward. They question me on things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good and leave me like one bereaved. Yet, when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayers returned to me unanswered, I went about mourning as though for my friend or brother. I bowed my head in grief 
as though weeping for my mother. But when I stumbled, they gathered in glee. Assailants gathered against me without my knowledge. They slandered me without ceasing. Like the ungodly, they maliciously mocked. They gnashed their teeth at me. How long, Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their ravages, my precious life from these lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. Among the throngs, I will praise you. Do not let those gloat over me who are my enemies without cause. Do not let those hate me without reason maliciously wink the eye. They do not speak peaceably, but devise false accusations against those who live quietly in the land. They sneer at me and say, aha, aha, with our own eyes we have seen it. Lord, you have seen this. Do not be silent. Be not far from me, Lord. Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and Lord. Vindicate me in your righteousness, Lord my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted, or say we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress, distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say the Lord be magnified who delights in the well-being of his servant. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises all day long. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. As I said, for me, this was about crying out for God's help, for fear of my life. You see, I must admit that my first encounter with Psalm 35, with, when, I, when I, I got to this, I fully embraced it. See, in my conversation with the Lord, I expressed my feelings about this situation for which by his grace, only by his grace, I was able to escape intact. You see, but what I did not know then was that this was a battle for my soul. The enemy was pulling out all stops to prevent me from having my eyes open to see what God had in store for me, that he had a greater purpose than that spiritual desolation I found myself in over the previous 30 years or so. Is there somebody listening? Oh, hallelujah. There's got to be somebody who's hearing this. See, I understood that it was a spiritual battle, but I recognized that the attacks were directed at my mind, at my body, at my soul, as well as my spirit. And I also knew that those who were being used in the enemy's front lines, they were my immediate family. And he was also using isolation from any support systems that I could have. So, but listen, be mindful when you're dealing with close friends and family because it's not about them personally. It's about them being used for spiritual attacks on you. 
because they're close. That's the best way to get to you. God's got a purpose for your life. It's the, it's the way that they can get to your close friend. Oh, my Lord. Because you've shared so much with them. Amen. Your, your family, they know you. And if they're not in Christ, my Lord, my Lord, that's all I can say. You keep on loving them. They may not even know they're being used. You keep on loving them. Amen. That's, that's all I can say right now. Keep on loving them because it's about God. So I'm going to ask you, would you not want to call on the Lord for help in fighting your battle? When the enemy seems to be so much stronger than you, that's my Psalm 35 verses 1 to 3. It reads, contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take up shield and armor and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who persecute me. Say to me, I am your salvation. I need your assurance, Lord. I need your assurance, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I need to call on you. Would you want the Lord to fight this battle once and for all? against an unmistakably defeated foe. You may not have known he was already defeated, but would you not want to, to, to Lord, to jump in and fight this battle? Just make mincemeat out, out of him. Amen? And remember, we're talking about a spiritual battle. I'm not talking about somebody physical now. Please remember this. Because in Psalm 35, verses 4 to 6, we read, May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Yeah, but listen, don't, rem- don't forget, I'm talking to the Lord. Amen. I'm talking to the Lord, and I'm telling the Lord how I feel. What the Lord's going to do about that is a whole different story. Amen? Oh, praise the Lord. Would you want to be clear with the Lord about the reason for why you are asking this? The fact that there was, there was stuff that was happening, deception, there was treachery, there was stuff that was happening against you, and I can't read it all, but... If you're taking notes at Psalm 35, verse 7, verses 11 to 12, verses 15 and 16, and verses 19 to 21. Verse 7 says, Since they hid their net for me without cause, and without cause dug a pit for me. Amen. False witnesses, ruthless witnesses came forward, and they questioned me on things I know nothing about. They're trying to trap me, Lord. I want to be clear about why I'm coming to you. Lord, they're trying to trap me. Verse 12, it said, They repay me evil for good and leave me like one bereaved. And when I stumbled, oh, they were so happy. Mm-hmm. They came all around me, and I didn't even know it. As a matter of fact, I must have thought that they were my friends. But Lord, they were talking about me. They slandered me without ceasing. They mocked me. They did all sorts of things. So I'm asking you, Lord, 
listen, because I'm telling you all this, I'm asking you, don't let them gloat over me. Don't let them. Don't let those who, who hate me go behind my back and start talking about me. Mm-mm. My Lord. Yeah, you see, because these are the types who, if something happens to you and you just stumble just for a minute, they will turn to say, I thought you were a Christian, but look at the way you're acting. They're waiting for you to stumble. They're waiting for you to do something that is out of character with your, with your Christian religion and your nature, your Christian nature, your new nature. They're waiting for you to pull you back to where they are. Oh, my Lord, help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Verse 20 says, they don't even speak peaceably. They devise false accusations. I'm a target, Lord, against those who are quiet in the land. So it's not just me, Lord. There's a whole stack of us going that this is happening too. But for me, they look at me and they say, hmm, yeah, I saw it. I saw what you did. I saw what you did. Let's go on. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Who wouldn't want the Lord to give these forces a dose of their own medicine? Psalm 35 and 8 says, May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they head entangle them. May they fall into a pit. Listen, listen, listen. When I'm saying this may, amen, may this happen, I'm talking to God. I'm pouring out my heart to God about this situation, and I'm telling him the reason why, and I know that he is hearing me. But I know one thing. I have to let God do what only God can do. I still love them. I still have to. I still will just just go to them. But I've got to tell God how I feel. And the way I feel, I said, Lord, you know. Yeah, let it overtake them, Lord. I really wish it would. Mm. But then I leave it in the Lord's hands. Amen. He knows what to do. Those are his children, too. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, listen, listen, listen. As we go along, we're talking about them in Psalm 35, amen? But would you want to declare to the Lord your innocence? Because you see, you're talking about them, but you're thinking, well, wait, 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 wait. There's a couple of fingers that might be pointing back at me too, amen? So Psalm 35, verses 13 to 14 and verse 24, it reads, Yet when they were ill... I put on sackcloth and I humbled myself with fast. And Lord, see what I did? But watch it. When my prayers returned to me unanswered, I went about mourning as though I was mourning for my friend or my brother. I bowed my head in grief as though I was weeping for my mother. I really felt it. I was sincere about it. You know what I did, Lord, when they were sick, Lord. When I prayed, you did not answer at that time. I prayed and I wept. My prayers returned to me unanswered. Lord Jesus, but I prayed for them, even though they were ready 
to turn me upside down. Oh, praise the Lord. And we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Hilda, how are you? I am so blessed. I'm into my Psalms, girl. Play, yeah. Praying the Psalms. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. I can just go right on in there with you. You just so. I don't know. It's intense with the psalms. Yeah. Well, well, you know these three psalms are right yeah. there in my spirit. Amen. Yeah. No, I know. It's a battle. It's a battle. That's what I was saying, that when you're in the midst of those things, you are so gripped mm. by the situation. Yes. Well, one day I'll tell you my story, but you're so gripped by the midst of it, but then Psalm 73, it says, until I went into the house of the Lord, did I not understand it? Hallelujah. It wasn't until I went into the house that I understand it. All these things were orchestrated for my good. Oh, praise the Lord, yes. Verse 8 and 28, it, says, it was all fixed for me. Yes. And I spoke about that this morning, uh, about Psalm 90, mm. 91, is that God does these things for me. Yes. And all I can say now, today, that looking back, surely the Lord was in his place, and I knew it now, Everything that was going on, mm. I was in the midst of that and crying out for everybody, and everybody needed to be, be damned and go to hell and come back again. <laughs> God was working out all those things for my good to see what He can entrust in my hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. To see what He can entrust in you, and it was only to build our faith. The things that we went through was to build us up. Only to strengthen us. You're right. And not to tear us down, but Amen. to build us up. Amen. In order to get more from God, I have to be able to trust you with these little small things. Yes, yes. Just like talent. You know, I give you one this and one this and one this. You know, one, 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 five, one, ten. And what, what are you going to do with it? What mm. are you going to do with it? My Lord, my Lord. I would never today go back and, and give back all that the enemy had threw on that we thought was the enemy. But it was God loading us up and loading us out because if he had to load me up, yes. I wouldn't have been able to let go. He had to do it to strengthen you. He had to load me up so I can let go. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. It's like a grocery bag. They got so many and they keep loading up. Stuff got to drop. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, thank you, my sister. Thank you. And and, yes, and I know you understand. I'm sorry. I do understand. <laughs> Praise, I understand. Praise the Lord. And, you know, let's stay prayerful because, as as the Lord said, there's somebody who needed to hear the psalm. So we Amen. continue to break this psalm down and pray that they get it. They get it. They get it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. I God bless. I ask if you can pray for my brother May, who lost his nephew a couple of days ago. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, amen. And you know what? I had prayed. I prayed at the very beginning of this broadcast, and I prayed also for those who were going through, because I was thinking also of um, uh, Sister Adrena Sanders also, who had lost her, her mother. You know, there's so so many deaths have been going around. So we ask the Lord to touch Brother May even now, Lord, and give him the strength to continue in the name of Jesus and be the strength for his family as he goes forward. Give him comfort, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 
Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, my sister. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we were breaking down Psalm 35, and and we were getting into, and I'm going to talk about this, we were getting into the conclusion of the matter. Who wouldn't want to see the end of this, 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 this thing that's happening? Amen. Who wouldn't want to see it? And what was the conclusion when when you have total deliverance? Amen. And Psalm 35, 9 and 25 and 26, um, they, they touch on it because they said, my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. Amen. You know, and he says in verse 25, don't let them think, ah, that's just what we wanted. Don't let them say we've swallowed him up. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, let them be ashamed, Lord. Amen. Yeah. And But here's the thing about us sometimes. We become more and more impatient at the Lord's apparent delay while the enemy is just continuing to rage. Amen. So here, here's what um, Psalm 35, 17 and 22 and 23 say. The psalmist says, how long, Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their ravages, my precious life from the lions. Lord, you've seen this. Don't be silent. Don't be far from me, Lord. Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and my Lord. Can you see that 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 struggle in there? I'm talking to you, Lord, and I trust you, Lord. But, Lord, I'm impatient because I tell you, if it were me, I would have done it already. But I got to wait for you, Lord. Amen? Because it's all about your glory. As in Psalm 35 and 18 and 27 and 28, that I'd give you thanks in the great assembly. Oh, man, I look, I'm already looking forward to your deliverance, Lord. So I'm going to give you thanks among the throngs of people. Yeah, when I get into the service, I'm going to be jumping up and down and praising you. Amen. But remember in all this, recognize that a spiritual battle is just that. It's spiritual. It's not about hatred for friends or for family, about cursing them or taking revenge. Amen? No, 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 no. You've got to truly love your family, your friends, whatever and whoever is hurting you, and continually pray for them. Pray for their salvation if they're not saved. Because this battle through this psalm is directed in the spiritual realm. This is where the enemy resides. Amen. So let us be mindful that, as the Apostle Paul says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the, the cosmic, the spiritual powers in, 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 in the darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. I was reading this from the New Revised Standard Version. So, one word of caution before we get to Psalm 27. They attempt to circle back even in disguise using other people, maybe places, events, or whatever. They don't tire. The enemy doesn't tire. So you cannot tire praying the psalm. There is power behind its words because they are spirit and they are life. You see, it might be a little difficult for some people, but I tell you, I know that for even for David, it has wrought a whole lot of deliverance. So listen, read the psalm, understand it, and understand it as a spiritual battle. 
Amen. That was Psalm 35. And we're going to minister in song with The Lord is My Light um, by Andre Crouch, and then we will continue. Amen. We would just play, yes, the Lord is my light by Andre Crouch. Amen. So now we're going to touch on Psalm 27. Oh, praise the Lord. Psalm 27, and I'm going to read it. And we have, I would say we have about maybe uh, seven or eight minutes left in this broadcast. So we are going to go through the 14, 14 verses of Psalm 27. Reading from today's New International Version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you, Sister Sheila, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God, my Savior. 
Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You see, what we see here also is David's witness, witness about the Lord's role in his life. Now, that is awesome. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my brother Bowers. God bless you, Sister Sandra. It's good to see that you guys are on, are on air with me. That's the best way for me to put it. Amen. So listen, this Psalm of David is his, his witness about the Lord's role. Amen. Because throughout the New Testament, we read about crisis after crisis in David's life, running from Saul, running from his son Absalom, even taking the curses of this um, Shimei. Uh, there's just so many, so many things have happened to David. And yet, in the end, in the end, we see his confidence in and his gratitude for the Lord's salvation. You see, he said, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That's what I'm asking you, Lord, to gaze on your beauty. Why? Because in the time of trouble, you, <coughs> excuse, excuse me, you will keep me safe in your dwelling. Mm. Excuse me. You will hide me in the shelter of your tabernacle. And verse 13 of Psalm 27 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So we see also how bold David received or his, his attitude towards his enemies. In verse 3 he says, Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. I know my God. Woo! We see his witness to God's deliverance in his life. He says, when the wicked advance against me, in verse 2, to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. But we see also some lingering pleas for the Lord's mercy. He says, hear my voice when I call, Lord. Hallelujah. Be merciful to me and answer me. And his witness to others when he says, and my witness to you when I say, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You keep reading the Psalms when you really can't think of something else to pray, even though it's on the inside of you. God bless you, Sister Julia. Even though it's on the inside of you, you can't come out. I say to you, pick up a Psalm. Start reading the Psalm. Start personalizing it. And with confidence, you can lay out your issue before God. Hallelujah. Your personal relationship and confidence in God, in his deliverance, is going to be stronger and stronger with each passing minute. This is Elder Chua signing off. God bless you. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast. 
and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewel, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.